Let's start the forge. Welcome the burning metal burn point. This is your host and forge master, G Metal. And we are in it to win it. We're here. We're about to talk about the great and underrated TV show, Warrior. Now, a good portion of this is going to be about the details of the show and everything, but a very, very important factor of this show is all about where it comes from, how it's made, and the time period is very important. Now, where does it come from, guys? The show Warrior. This is a Bruce Lee-written show. He wrote this almost 50 years ago. It's a little, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less. Uh, who knows, right? But we know he wrote this 50, 50 or 51 years ago. But that's not just what makes the show really good. This show is so amazing. I can't, I'm going to break this down for you in so many ways. It's going to be amazing. Let's go. Burning Metal Burn Point Breakdown of The Warrior. Time to cool the blade. Now, for this spectacular TV show, this show was, it's a great show for many reasons. One of them being, this is a show based off a script Bruce Lee wrote, and the way they shoot it and the main character moves, he moves like a Bruce Lee. They have Bruce Lee-isms in all, all over the show, and I love it all. It's uh, what would Bruce Lee look like if he was making movies to this day in 2021, and it's, it's beautiful, just beautiful to watch. A, another good portion of this show is the characters who are very, very well-crafted, some are one note, some are multifaceted, but ultimately the characters really work in the show. Like the main character, Assam, is a Chinese immigrant who is not fully Chinese. And especially in those times, that was a big deal. Because in the show, they give him uh, an American grandfather, which means he's one quarter American. And for those time periods, that was a big deal. So it's, it's, it's an interesting take on these, on these concepts and everything. Plus, there's, there's a plethora of things in the show that you'd have to watch to catch and see everything. But it's definitely a good part of the show. The show's great lessons, I think, are some of the better ones as well. Um, from uh, why certain things are bad over others. You know, it's just never going to be perfect. But in the show... Characters are faced with many harsh lessons of life, and one must do things to learn from things. And I think that's the best part of the show, is learning throughout the entire show series, and it's something very cool. Uh, each character grows in their own way. Some go down the darker path, and they're just bailing down that path, and others are learning how to become better people within the context of the show. and. Their actions lead to positive or negative actions, and everything just bears well together. I think the show itself does know what it's trying to do there. The historical period is also my favorite part, because the historical period has is uh, 1870s, so you still have your cowboys, you still have like the old west, the old west still exists, essentially, but you also have your big cities, you also have uh, industrial revolution, that's when the railroads are being made. Um... You had all these advancements in technology, but with the savagery of the Wild West, where law and order wasn't always perfectly preserved. And I think that's the best moments of the show. 
It's where you could like cross over to both sides. Um, another point of the show that I will say is the context of history is a lot of these people who are the main characters, they're mostly all diverse characters of people being oppressed of those times. And their oppression at that moment is the biggest they've ever faced, right? So at that point, you had free black slaves. And and at that point, they're still developing what how Jim Crow would look like and for the future. Um, you had Chinese immigrants coming from China um, before this. The show is right before the Exclusion Act. So my assumption would be that they're going to end it when the Exclusion Act doesn't pass. But essentially the Exclusion Act, I don't know if it will pass actually. I haven't, I don't, I haven't really learned about all of it th- throughout. But the Exclusion pass, the exclusion Act is supposed to do exactly what the Muslim ban tried to do as well. So it's ban Muslims and so on from uh, coming to America out of fear of something dangerous right in the show it was americans losing jobs to chinese immigrants and it shows a very contrived like it's it's very intriguing because that was a long time ago and we're now and wasn't even 1900s and we're still dealing with the same kind of stuff so government's government right um like i said there are related processes like immigration but also um relations right Relations between other groups and cultures, how how to like move around in them. The show's the show just knows what it's trying to do, and it's amazing. Now, the real final thing I'm going to talk about in this section, at least, is the fighting. Martial arts. To me, martial arts is the greatest form of self improvement anyone can make. Martial arts is a mental, spiritual, and f- and uh, physical thing. All three are important to be a good martial artist. Plus, the fight scenes in the sh- in the show are perfect. One because you have Sam who's essentially doing Bruce Lee isms throughout the entire show, and it's beautiful. Um, two, you see multiple styles of fighting: traditional, um, weapons fighting. Um, it's just beautiful, beautiful. You have Old West gunslingers. I mean, it's just a beautiful time period. To shoot, like, I'm just saying, like, aesthetically and in- with intrigue, it's a beautiful time. Um, the show maintains its interest in these in these themes with positive and negative things, right? Like, a little bit of humor is always thrown into each episode, but it's also dark, and it's the way of life. Not everything is good, not everything is bad, and you have to fight for what you want. But the show perfectly encapsulates what America is to me, actually. So, I mean, the show encapsulates that in that way because people will judge you for what you believe in, what you look like, what they're not used to, and you have to prove that you are better than the negative judgments. And piece by piece, you just show you belong where you belong. And the show in itself does bring together every character and shows that a lot of them are more unique than, they're more similar than uh, and uh, they're more similar, right? I, I'm just stuttering right now for whatever reason. They're more similar than anything else. It's just where, you, where you're born. That's it. Life can be heard. This show's amazing. Now, we're gonna get to the facts in the next one. Time to grind. The most interesting thing about this show, honestly, 
is the historical point they've based it in, which was the Tong Wars in San Francisco. Now, for those of you who don't know what it is, like me, I didn't know I didn't know what this was until the show came out. The Tong Wars was essentially around 1850s to 1920s, where a bunch of Chinese-led gangs in San Francisco and LA were fighting for power of territory during those times in Chinatown and so on and so forth. How did they start, though? Originally, Chinese immigrants came, and they needed um, some kind of like safe space to be able to move around and live in peace, because back in those days, things were pretty racist, right? Americans weren't going to openly accept a new group of people, a new culture into the thing without, without a lot of things to happen, right? So, the Tongs became very powerful groups who were able to financially back and employ and essentially help the immigrants who were coming in and moving around. But like all things in the world, you got a little power, you get a little bit of money, start doing some crooked things. You know what I'm saying? Making side deals with governments and so on and so forth. But essentially, the Tongs became the gangs of these areas and essentially started to fight themselves for control and power. And into that, I think, is such an interesting point, because I've never read, I've never heard of read, or anything about this time period, where I've heard of Industrial Revolution and so on and so forth. But not this part of it, and this battle of supremacy. Now, that was the historical portion of it. Now, well, let's talk about facts about this show, right? The show, the show, the show. This show was written by Bruce Lee 50-some years ago. Now, when he wrote this TV show, he pitched it to Hollywood. Hollywood liked it. They thought it would do really well, but they didn't believe in an Asian lead. And what did they do? They made a different show called Kung Fu. This show starred David Carradine. David Carradine is a white man, okay? He's a white lead. But in the show, he played a half-American, half-Asian. Chinese, Chinese. And the whole show is about him being trained in a monastery, a monk monastery, and traveling the Wild West. No, I'm, I'm sure the show is good. I haven't seen it. And it had three seasons, so clearly it had something going for it. Uh, David Carradine is, uh, I think, best known for his Kill Bill role. He's Bill, and he is a good act. But the fact that the characters we follow are not... Asian in that show, but are portrayed as Asians, kind of racist, saying it. But the fact that this show Warrior exists is the antithesis of that theory of no one wants to see an Asian lead or a show well, for minorities, because this show is about the people struggling because they were minorities at that time period. And it's a big thing, right? And the big, the bigger thing is this. Bruce's mother, Love and Lee, the icon of the 70s, arguably, wasn't big enough for Hollywood to consider him marketable. Bruce Lee! Bruce Lee! Do I have to say his name one more time? Bruce Lee is an icon that everyone to this day still recognizes. And at that point, people are like, oh no. Someone, someone Asian couldn't do it. Bruce Lee! I love Bruce Lee, guys. <laughs> but the whole point is that he made a script. He put it out there for Hollywood. And then Hollywood came around and said, we like your script, we like the idea, we're going to change the idea a little bit, and put a white man in your role. I don't know how to feel about that. David Carradine is a, is a good actor. By no means is he a bad actor. But is he better than Bruce Lee? 
No, he's not better than Bruce Lee. He has his own, like David Carradine has his own charisma. Definitely was great in Kill Bill 1 and 2. But, I, dude, I just, I just can't tell you anything other than someone like Bruce Lee. Such, such an icon. Maybe, I mean, go back to the 70s. Maybe he wasn't as big as his legacy is built up to be now. But I've always known Bruce Lee as an icon over everything else. And his show, this show, is produced by his, uh, has his daughter, has his daughter as an executive producer. I, I believe she does, uh, make sure her, her father's name is used in correct terms and everything. And that, for the most part, anything Bruce Lee related is, goes through her now. So good for her, for defending her father's legacy. And for this show, more, more or less, the show's very good with its time period. Having an Asian lead for that role, because especially for the fact that it was, it was over, it didn't get, uh, it didn't get made the way it was supposed to get made because it was an Asian lead. So that's a big win. Let's test the fires. So one of, so there are two things I really love about the show that makes it really what it is. One, the setting. Two, the characters. So let's go over one first. The setting. The time period and the historical events happening with the Tong Wars, with pretty much the recent abolition of slavery and the Civil War and the Reconstruction period and so on and so forth. So on and so forth is an important time period, right? So many, many things are happening all at once. Plus, from a creative standpoint, you can make a Western, a um, Mexican Western, and Westerns are different, sort of. But you can have a classic Western where you're just in in a town fighting off outlaws. You can go to old Mexico while you see uh, people who've destroyed and taken lands away from Mexico. Because this is a fresh thing for that moment, right? Well, Mexico's losing ground. And people who live there remember that Mexico. Um, the Tong Wars are super important. I've never learned about them, but... Learning about them now is a very intriguing time period. Um, just the whole setting is great. It's a different, fresh setting. It's the Old West with Asian culture infused into it. And it's something unique. Not a lot of people talk... Like, there's not very many times a TV show comes out and it's a time period that we don't actually know about. They took a chance with a certain time period. That's very intriguing, but no one knows about it, So it's not like you can say, oh, this is a civil, a civil war timepiece. No. This is a Tong War time period piece. No one will know what that means. Another thing I really liked about it on 2, it's the characters, of course. Um, I'm going to go my top five characters, tell you why I like them, why they're cool, and I'm going to start from five to one. Number five, Chow. Chow is the black market uh, information dealer of Chinatown. He knows every police officer, every Tong everyone who needs money and he knows mainly every and any story chow is an intriguing character because not only does he have the american capitalist mentality of get as much money as i can while i'm living but he also struggles with being a chinese man in that time where he knows he doesn't really have as much power as he betrays he does right his powers only as much as he allows him and in that he understands who he is to the system and it's like a sad existence but it's also one of realism for a time period that can only be described as vicious towards the chinese immigrants and chow fully comprehends where he's at and it's kind of 
It's, he's a really good character in that sense. My, my fourth one is Dan Leary. Dan is an Irishman who, I, from what I've got, gathered, was born in Ireland and was raised in America as a, as a child, and now he's an adult, obviously. But Dan is the leader of the Irish of the Irish part of town. Every Irishman looks up to him because he makes sure they're all taken care of, they're all fed, they all have places to be for protection. He's kind of like the de-, the de facto leader without an actual title. The big part about his character is is he is against the Chinese, but not in the way that you would expect. He doesn't like the Chinese because they take jobs away from the um, from the Irish or Americans, but mainly Irish because that's what he protects. But a big thing about that is it's. Throughout the entire series, it shows that he only acts upon whatever politics are allowed, right? And throughout the entire show, it's kind of expressed that the politicians are putting the pressure on companies and everyone to make sure the Chinese do come in because they can pay them lower wages. Because it's just a time period, right? Well, he's like, yo, what about real Americans who want to work, give them jobs too? And so that becomes a battle of immigrants versus citizens, just like today. And for and in one way, he is an antagonist towards the protagonist. And in other ways, it's kind of, the roles could be reversed easily. If Dan was the Chinese one and Assam was the Irish one. You see the parallels, but you also see, circumstantially, Assam's the hero in this story. And Leary's only the bad guy because of the time period. Because the Irish as well were once portrayed the same way. So it's very much the same way. And I really do think that the character Leary is a really great character. And I'm excited to see what they do with him in season 3. Right? He could he could go down a darker path. Or he could go down a more understanding path. I don't really know how they're going to write his character for season 3. Probably darker. But still a great character. He has good fight scenes. He has good character development. He he grows as a character throughout the entire thing. My third favorite character is a toy. A toy is a, a female character who runs her own brothel. And throughout the entire show, she is shown as the uh, silent assassin for the Asian community, right? In general. Well, she goes out and attacks any... She's like the punisher of the show, per se. She goes out. And kills uh, white people who either kill or really do hurt the Chinese in Chinatown. So she's out there fighting and getting revenge. And she wants to change some. She's doing her best at what she's thinking is change or not change. Granted, yeah, killing killing other people in general is a bad thing. Or trials is a better thing to change society. But she's doing her best and her position of her power. She's doing everything she can to enhance Chinese experience in Chinatown, and all of these things make her a really, really dope character. Really metal. Like, she is one of the realest characters in the show. Because she doesn't get a lot of development other than her being able to come out more as a caring woman towards the end of second season because she starts finding some peace of mind, so to speak. And I really do enjoy her character arc as it goes, and she's just a really dope character. My second favorite character of this show is Young Jun. Young Jun is the son of the boss, and his character development is 
tied in with Chinatown and the chaos of Chinatown. As Chinatown changes, Young Jun fits more and more into the role he would eventually get. Now, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the show and you are interested in watching, um, I'll, I'll give you like 10 seconds and then I'm going to say it and then skip over to like, just jump like 20 seconds ahead and you'll be fine. Here's what it is. Young Jun becomes the boss of the t- of his Tong and eventually just takes over. His character is a great character. Um, knife fighting is a, is a really big part. His loyalty to Assam is very much a big quality he has. And the challenges that he has to face towards the end of the series is very much that, right? It's his loyalty to Assam and his own personal gain. I think he's a great character as well. Now, number one character, Assam. Assam is the protagonist, the hero. The guy we're following came over from China to save his sister. Found out his sister was that was power hungry and was doing some shady stuff. And he's just trying to save her any way he can. Makes friends. Very Bruce Lee-like. That's where we get Bruce Lee references. And the character of him is great. It's joyful. It's stoic. It's very charismatic all the time. And he he's just the, the best character in the show. And I, I love the show. I think I've seen episode 9 at least, at least four times now alone because of the whole ending of that show and his his grand, like, moment of, like, heroism. But, like, it's great. The nunchuck scene, fire. Fire. Assam is a fire character. Only thing I can say about that. He is metal. He is just so metal of a character that you just need it, right? Those are my top five characters. Forger's Last Stand. The show really is such a great TV show. It has great characters, great story beats, great time periods, a fresh take on an idea world. No one really knew about this time period. Um, time period. Um, no, real talk, show's great. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, to me, is an icon, a role model, an inspiration, and an overall great figure of history. So for him to have this script left, for his legacy to be able to be pushed through in a new fashion medium such as streaming television, because that's it. Um, it's, it's, it feels good. It feels really good that martial arts gets pushed this way again. Um, I'm a big component martial arts. It's the best form of self-improvement ever. Self-help works don't really do that much. Martial arts your body good. It's a beautiful thing. It's just this whole thing is good. It's like the metal help the show the show of the immigrants just looking for people in a time it's gonna be alive. It's a time period where people got to be people, even at their worst. The show does a lot for social reform in the sense of teaching us about the history of America, even though even the time that we didn't know about. Right? We need to know history so we don't repeat it. 
lot of people don't know enough history. Each is end up repeating it over and over and over again. Either way we look at it, this is a great show. Great characters. Great life. Bruce Lee's legacy. Watch it. It's on HBO Max now. Um, it's a great show. We all think we all deserve a show like this. If you're a big martial arts fan, if you're big into character development, if you're if you're a Bruce Lee fan, this is your show. Thank you. Burning metal, burn point breakdown. And that's my first time. I was excited for this one. I've been watching anyone who listens to this to me and all my ideas it's important that we all share each other's ideas if you have any ideas for me to do a show just go to my social medias in the description I would respond to anyone and everyone who has ideas you know this is all about the creator how we do things and always stay metal guys fight on do your thing we are always